Hey, Pearlside Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you as you lead. Michelle here with Pastor Billy, and we just came out of a really awesome, powerful time of prayer and fasting. I'm not just here locally, but globally with our Every Nation body. So thank you to all that really set themselves apart Mm -hmm. for this week, but it's not just for that last week. We're going to continue this moving forward. Um, Just a few things before we jump into our guide. Wanted to remind you that we have great discipleship classes to help you as you're discipling the people in your small group from growth track if they're new to church and new to faith or not serving or involved yet and you want to get them into greater involvement in the church. That's a great thing. Discipleship track is launched as well and that's going to get them into more what is being a disciple and making a disciple, giving them handles for that. And then our Freedom Weekend. That's really going to help them just solidify their identity in Christ and how to walk in freedom here on earth um, and not just wait to heaven to be made perfected. And so great classes for you to utilize. We highly encourage you if you've not been through the discipleship pathway in the last two years to come through again. We have refreshed the classes. And so with that being said, we're going to jump into this week. We're still in our Set Apart series. And here's Pastor Billy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we are in part two of our series Set Apart. And, you know, last week we really uh, established the fact that God is holy. And what does that mean? It means he's, he's so wholly set apart. There is nothing like him. And he calls us to reflect his holiness uh, in our lives. And um, I just want to read the main thought here at the top of our discussion guide, that God is holy and created everything to reflect and flow out of his holiness. The story of creation in the book of Genesis reveals the goodness and blessing that God intended for humanity to live in and the tragic consequences that resulted when man rejected God and His holiness. The good news is that the Bible also shows us a way to restore our walk of holiness and God's blessings in our lives. And this is so important, I think, because when when we understand creation, creation is an outflow of who God is. It's an outflow of His holiness. God created everything perfect, and and the very last line in Genesis chapter 1 says, and it was very good, meaning it it was perfect. It was holy, just as God was holy. There was no sin, there was no flaw, there's no corruption in it. And it's a reflection of God's goodness in that He provided all of this for humanity to live and thrive in perfect relationship with Himself and in perfect relationship with one another, and He gave us everything that we needed to live the fullness of the lives that he intended. And that all flows out of his holiness. That's the kind of God that we serve. Mm -hmm. He fully intends us to have everything that we need to do exactly what he's called us to do and to live in perfect relationship with himself and one another. This is what it means to be holy. Now the problem is we lost that holiness when we chose sin. And so sin causes us to, you know, I love what uh, one of our pastors said this week, sin sets us apart from God. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be set apart for God, but sin sets us apart from God Mm -hmm his holiness, and his blessing. Because when we sin, we, we lose the goodness of God's creation. Right. And that's what happened in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 3 shows us everything went wrong when, when, when mankind chose sin, and the goodness and the holiness of God's creation was corrupted, forever corrupted, uh, at least up, in, up until Christ returns. And we see all of us are living in the consequences of that. And this mm-hmm. is so important because a lot of people think sin is bad because like, I don't want God to be mad at me. Right. You know, and I don't want to go to hell. So yep. I better not yep. sin because you know, I don't want to go to hell. Yeah. And yes, that's true. Sin does separate mm-hmm. you from God and you will go to hell if you don't deal with that through the blood of Jesus. But it's not just that. 
Sin hinders us from experiencing His goodness in our lives. When I sin against my wife, I'm not going to experience the fullness of joy in marriage with her, right? When my kids sin against me, they're not going to experience the fullness Mm -hmm. of joy in relationship with their father. Similarly with God, when we sin, we miss out on the fullness of the blessing and the goodness of God that He intended Mm -hmm. for all of us to live in. And this is so important. And the other thing that makes sin so bad and why holiness matters is in the beginning, we were called, human, humanity's called to fill the earth with the holiness of right. God, right? We're supposed to take his holiness from the garden at one spot on the planet and fill the entire planet mm-hmm. with his goodness and his holiness. When we sin, we're unable to do that. Right. So I don't know about you, when I turn on the news or I look at, you know, whatever's going on, I, I see all this bad stuff going on in the world. And, you know, oftentimes, I don't know what you think. I think, man, those fools better fix that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those, those dudes over there better stop making that mess and better start doing things right. But the question I think God asks all of us, well, what are you doing in your life? Right. What are we allowing? To bring, mm-hmm. exactly, to bring the holiness of God into your life yeah. personally and then spreading that personally so wherever you are, right. right? On your soccer fields or the campuses that right. you're on or your office buildings, or just in your own marriage. Right. Are you bringing the goodness and the blessing of God, the holiness of God into your home, mm-hmm. into your workplace? Because if everybody did that, mm-hmm. and this world would look a whole lot more like the garden right. <laughs> than it does right now. Absolutely. And that's why we, you know, when we sing that song, Lord Send Revival, and we always talk with you and 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 direct you in services revival needs to start in us first it's not some esoteric god's just gonna like drop Drop dust out of heaven yes exactly he fully intended that to happen through people and we see that in the garden he told adam and eve to fill the earth yeah subdue it rule over it right Right. i mean that was our it still is our responsibility Mm -hmm. but rather than fulfilling that responsibility we filled the earth with all kinds of funk and nastiness and jealousy and rage and and injustice and all that kind of deal and so holiness matters not just so that god's not mad at you exactly (laughs) holiness matters so that we can fill the 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 earth and our own lives first and Mm -hmm. the earth with the holiness the goodness and the blessing of god and that's where we want to go in our discussion this weekend and that's where we went in the sermon this weekend so um as we move to uh the discussion questions here uh, as you reflect on the weekend sermon, the main thought in scriptures above, what is the Lord highlighting to you and why? Michelle, what are you yeah, thinking about? Yeah, I, I, I have an example from my own marriage. I remember there was a season where I um, I think of the scripture, you know, uh, take the plank out of your own eye first. And for a season early on in my marriage, the plank, I didn't care about the plank. I didn't <laughs> even, I, I was like, yay, it's big, but I don't care because it's you. <laughs> but there was a situation where, um, you know, my husband was, Um, journeying and finding a career in different things. And I I was just judging and judging and and let this resentment Mm. and things build up in my heart. And I had on to it, not, you know, not realizing it was sin. It it was, it was setting me apart from God. It was also setting me apart from him. I remember I was on a drive and, and the Lord made it very real to me in prayer. And and that's why it's so important to continue to pray and ask the Lord to reveal what's Mm -hmm. in your heart, the hidden sin. And he said, my daughter, you're judging Mm. and you're trying to control the situation. If you would repent and give it to me, I will make it happen. And I was like, really? And I was like, but you're right, because I don't want my heart to be hard towards my husband or you, God. So right. I repented in the car. It was a great time of just worship and prayer as I'm on my way home. Literally, I, I just told my son not to say literally anymore, but literally <laughs> walked in the door. Well, if it was literal, you can it say was, it. It was, it was, it was. Walk in the door, and my husband's like miraculously got this position wow. um, that he didn't actually even qualify for on paper, but just favor made mm. a way. He's like, I got a call. They want me. I start. Wow. And I know that you can say, well, that was going to happen anyways. I don't think so. I think the Lord needed yep. to deal with me that's first right. to then bring his blessing into mm-hmm. my home. And so for me, that's that's what comes up. And I've seen that time and time again where 
a lot of the harder situations I'm dealing with, I've let my heart get hardened. And if you address that sin with God first and invite his holiness mm-hmm. in to cleanse you, he brings that holiness and that presence right. in every situation. And your marriage is better as yes. a result. Your kids will grow up in exactly. a better situation as a result. And mm-hmm. they're going to spread that goodness to their friends as a result. Right? I mean, yeah. there's so many ripple effects to us dealing with the, the sin in our lives. But here's what I hear a lot of Christians, and I've thought this many times in my journey too. Well, Jesus forgave me, so I can just live however I want. Right. You know, I'm a little bitter, but who isn't? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not like, as bitter as Hitler. God knows you know? my heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he knows, knows it's dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, but but we make excuses. Well, thank God for the cross, and I'm saved by grace. Yes, thank right. God for the cross, and that you're saved by grace. But He also wants yes. to heal that. Right. He also wants to restore that mm-hmm. and sanctify that, so that you can be a vessel that brings His holiness right. to the earth. It's like your kid, right? I don't want you to continue to fall on your face without putting your hands there or you know i i want to give you a there's a different way to live yes and i think when we realize like yes like you have the choice to keep on yep but there is a different choice that you can make that will actually not just bring you blessing but glorify god here on earth and then change culture and then people go like oh god when are you going to bless my marriage when are you going to deal with that bitterness in your heart yes (laughs) and that was me i I, that was me for many years you know god when are you gonna when are you gonna you know bless my life when are you gonna deal with that selfishness or that pride Mm -hmm. and 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 that's the way that's the way god designed humanity and universe to work and we're often the plug as we see in the book of genesis Mm -hmm. right it was humanity Mm -hmm. that was it wasn't god right it was humanity that was a plug and we can say well that was them and you know no but we all do it too yeah right we yeah. all harden our hearts yeah. like you did for a little while like i we all have um but if we can get that right man we start to see the blessing of god right. start with us and then flow through us which is really the intention of all of creation um you know uh, you know how have you seen the second question here uh, the effects of sin in your life how has sin robbed you of god's mm-hmm. best for your life explain and now you know this question is important because Oftentimes we think of, again, sin is, you know, stuff I do wrong and God, you know, is not happy about. But we also, you know, there are other ways that sin affects us. Mm-hmm. You know, sin affects us in disease. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you've health, had yep. health issues, a family member, maybe a family member died tragically or unexpectedly because mm-hmm. of something, right? That's the sin in the world affecting us. Mm-hmm. All of that's the result of the fall, right. by the way. It goes back to that moment in the garden. And uh, or or maybe it's things that people have hurt you, mm-hmm. mistreated you, treated you unfairly, unjustly. Mm-hmm. All of it. Maybe you've done something, right. right? Right. I think it's important that we reflect on that because we need to invite God to help heal that as well. Yes. Right. Like for me, I mean, most of you know my story, but you know, my my parents were divorced. My dad was a drug dealer, and that affected every aspect of my life mm-hmm. growing up. Until I met Jesus and he began to heal and restore mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, you know, we, we don't make those connections between what we're walking through now and what happened to us in right. the past. And uh, we have to make those connections and invite Christ to bring health and mm-hmm. healing. Michelle referenced Freedom Weekend uh, in the introduction. And, and that's a great place yes. to pause and reflect. And mm-hmm. we do ask questions to you to reflect on your past to invite the Holy Spirit to bring healing there. So let's create a moment where people can just kind of reflect and leaders, you might want to go first and share, yep. you know, how has sin affected you? Have you seen it affect your life? And um, what do you think was robbed? Yeah. And this can be a very um, emotionally charged moment. Yeah. Um, so, but it's important to reflect. Yeah, you know? and make space for it and, and remind them that we all sin and fall short of the glory mm-hmm. of God. And so as leaders going first in this conversation is really going to help to break down those walls mm-hmm. and um, be able to help people kind of share their parts. And so please do create that space. If it's noisy, create space. If you're large this week, make sure you cluster yep. and leave room for people to really 
be able to go there today. And then the last question, uh, how is God challenging you to trust in Jesus by allowing him to transform you to reflect his holiness so that you can experience his best in your life? explain right because mm-hmm. uh, the, the story doesn't end with oh humanity is all messed up and you know there's no hope for us no god promised to send the savior right mm-hmm. he clothed them with the skins of a of an animal which was a foreshadowing of the sacrifice of jesus christ on our behalf and through christ we we can be we are, we are cleansed right we are we're cleansed from our unrighteousness and able to be holy before god again but we have to allow him in and we have to allow god into those areas just as you shared michelle you had to allow jesus into that that bitterness mm-hmm. in your marriage mm-hmm. and as you allowed him to transform you health and healing uh, came as a result and so how is god challenging you to trust in Jesus by allowing him to transform you. And that's and that's that's the key. It's not just, he doesn't wave a magic wand around us and, and we're different. No, we have to allow him to change us. He's not going to circumvent our will. And so uh, really allow people to pause here and think about what are those areas that we need to allow Jesus to transform us. Yep. Because we when we first allow his holiness to change us, then we can begin to bring exactly. his holiness and goodness to the world around us. And mm-hmm. we begin to experience his blessings as a result, and cumulatively, humanity will begin mm-hmm. to experience the blessings of mm-hmm. God when we all do this together. And I yeah. really believe this was God's intention from the very beginning. And then when Jesus commissioned the 12 in Matthew chapter 28, that we would mm-hmm. fill the earth again. This is the recommission. Go fill the earth with my goodness and love right. as you make disciples. But it has to first start with us. So what do we as Christians need to adjust in our lives first? So leaders, think very about good. that. Where do you need to adjust? Mm-hmm. Where do you need to allow God to transform you? Maybe you were resistant in the past. Maybe we were resistant. We said, ah, no big deal god god loves me anyway yes he does and he wants you to become more holy right right? Right. god forgives me i'm gonna go to heaven anyway yes probably if you trust in jesus and And he wants to change you to make a difference in the world right now so let's make sure that that is communicated and we create space to process that together Mm -hmm. amen well thank you leaders for all that you do Uh, we're so grateful for all of you and and let's continue to uh, shepherd ourselves first and shepherd our groups into living set apart so that we can bring god's holiness and his presence to this world one person at a time we thank you we love you have a great small group this week and we'll see you again god bless bye guys Thank you.